You're listening to the Weekend Warrior Show, presented by Cedar Sinai. What's going on, LA? This is Kobe Bryant. All right. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. I'm Big Clap. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. You gotta love these guys. Talking heads, keyboard player, Jerry Harrison, went to Harvard. His story just amazes me. And we'll get into more of it as the show goes on. But clinic's open. Let's do some clap revision. The number's 877-710-ESPN. Let's go to Wayne. Wayne, you're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? How you doing, Doc? I'm doing great. Thanks for being a listener. You listen every Saturday? Uh, I don't get to listen every Saturday, but I love when I get when I get the opportunity to listen to you. This is the first time I've had a chance to ever talk to you, but I've li- been listening to you for years. Thank you so much. What's your favorite story? <sighs> uh, most of them are about Kobe. Yeah, he was you know, special. Yeah, he was. Special. He was. He was. I've know, never my- been a... I've always been a Laker fan, but I've never been an individual fan. I've always gone with the logo and not the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was one of my favorite players. Uh, why? Wayne, uh, tell me why. Tell me what Kobe meant to you. to the game. You know, he just, it, no matter what, he was, um, you just couldn't top his work ethic. Right. You know, he put in work, you know, I've heard him say, you know, well, I don't, I don't remember how he said it, but it, it's, it's more that no one ever outworked him. Right. You know, he was first in and last out in the gym, and it kind of translated over into how I did things oftentimes or tried to be oftentimes. I, I don't think I have his work ethic. You know, today's topic is, is being smart because I want to talk right. about what going to Harvard means, being smart. And you got to get this book that Kobe wrote with Andrew Bernstein, the photographer, The Mamba Mentality. And I had... Andrew Bernstein on as a guest, particularly after Kobe passed away. And what I'm learning about putting this show together is the risk taking that is what smart being smart is all about. Being smart means you take risks. And Gary Vitti talked about Kobe had all the talent in the world, but what made him special was his focus and his confidence to be able to take risks. So I asked Andrew Bernstein, What's so different about this book that you and Kobe put together? He said, because when Kobe called me and said he wanted to do this book, he said he wanted to do this book the opposite of the way anybody else ever contacted me from the NBA about doing a book. I said, what does that mean? He said, usually, Dr. Clapper, I sit down because I've taken thousands, hundreds of thousands of photographs over 40 years, taking pictures of the NBA. And I sit down with the player and we go through all the pictures I have. And then we put together chapters and whatnot. He said, Kobe called me and said, Andrew, I want to do the opposite. He said, what does that mean? He said, I'm going to tell you what each chapter is going to be. And then I need you to go find the picture that exemplifies what I'm talking about. I want to do it the opposite way. So Andrew Bernstein says, well, what do you mean by that? He said, well, Dikembe Mutombo was known for his defense. Remember, he would wave that finger, don't be doing that around me. He said he was just impossible to guard, but I beat Dikembe Mutombo, but I want this book to show how he did what he did. He would raise his right hand 
to block your shot. Everybody saw that. But what they didn't see is that with his left hand, Matumbo would grab your jersey and pull you down. <laughs> he said, so, Andrew, I need you to find in all those photographs you took the picture of Matumbo guarding me, pulling on my jersey down with his right <laughs> hand up. And Bernstein said, okay, Kobe. And that's the picture that they found. And the whole book is like that. So That's cool. He, so when I ask you the question, what did Kobe mean to you? On some level, I'm almost saying, give me a chance to tell you what Kobe meant to me as a Laker fan, as a human being. He taught us, be confident, but you better work at it. Even though God gave you that talent, you need to still be the hardest working guy to appreciate that talent and not take anything for granted. And, you know, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, being a Laker yeah. fan's great, but I actually realize now I was more a Kobe fan than a Laker fan. And that's what makes it particularly sad. How can I help yeah. you, young man? How young are you and what do you do for a living? I'm 56 years old. Love it. And, uh, I'm, Good. I'm, uh, I work in construction. I'm a supervisor now, but I've, I've been a grunt for over 30 or 40 years. I, then you, I, I then you know, money. measure twice, cut once. Without a doubt. <laughs> and, then, and then check that before you cut. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the most prized possession that I have from my father, who was a carpenter, is his old red rusted box that yep. holds his Milwaukee Sawzall. And one day, wow. I've got about six patents on tools I've invented for surgery that are used all over the world uh, to do hip and knee and shoulder replacements to redo them. They're ultrasonic tools. And I remember one day my dad was visiting from Florida, and he said to me, Robbie, you got all these inventions and all these patents. He went, like, how'd you do all that? And I used to tell him, you remember the day you got the Milwaukee Sawzall? He goes, yeah. I said, I never saw you happier in my life because you were so excited that you didn't have to take that pencil from behind your ear and figure out in the wooden stud to make the outlet box and do it with a right. hammer and a chisel. You said, Robbie, I can do this in two seconds now. What an amazing yep. thing this is. And I remember, must have been like eight years old, and I said, someday I want to make a Milwaukee Sawzall so I can make someone happy <laughs> like my father's happy. And you understand, because you know what a Milwaukee Sawzall is. Yes, I do, and I, I, I have one right now. <laughs> All right, how can I help I wouldn't you? Live you without you? It. How'd you hurt yourself? Well, uh, the doctor says uh, after an x-ray that I need to replace my knee. Okay. And I have uh, 20 percent cartilage in my knee left. It hurts so, all the time. So here's a couple of pieces of advice I'm going to give you. Number one, I can okay. tell already you're a smart man. You need to yep. learn, and I need to empower you. How am I going to do that? I wrote a book. I need you to buy yourself a present. We give the money to the homeless. It's called Heal Your Knees. When we hang okay. up, go on Amazon, buy the damn book, okay? You Got need it. to be empowered. Heal your knees. That's number one. Number two, do not let them talk you into stem cells for five or $10,000 not covered by your insurance. There's no shampoo growing hair on top of my head. Don't go there. No cortisone right. shots. Don't let them put any needles into your knee. Be Never holistic. I want right. you to buy yourself a birthday present. When's your birthday? March 23rd. So a late birthday present. I want you yep. to also go online and order for yourself. Forget about the gym and all the. 
I need you to buy for a couple hundred bucks your very own Schwinn spinning bike, okay? It needs to be okay. there, long day of work. You're not going to get in your car, drive to the gym. You're tired, you'll come home. There's the bike, put in front of the TV. Do a half an hour, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, three days a week. You need to ride a bike to keep the muscles above and below your knee strong. Number three, there's a website, my website, Dr. Robert Clapper. Go there, and you'll see a video of a woman, 70 years old, riding a bike in her neighborhood the day after I did her knee implant for arthritis. Hmm. Not an arthroscopy, but an implant. Why? Because the neural way to do the surgery is called minimally invasive. You don't cut the muscle. When I started 31 years ago, all I had was a small, medium, and large implant. And right knee, left knee didn't matter. It was a universal implant. Now... There's right versus left. You don't cut the muscle. You spread the muscle. Your eyes right. will pop out of your head when you see this woman. She did this using her GoPro to show off to me. Look, Dr. Clapper, I'm riding my bicycle the next day because you're in That's essence cool. resurfacing the knee. You're not chopping out the joint. I want you to watch that video to inspire you. And you know what, okay. Wayne? I'm not doing this show to, to look for patients. I'm as busy as you can only imagine. But it'll oh, be my pleasure to take care of you if you need me. Certainly awesome. to give you my opinion. I really appreciate you calling. That's what I want you to do. Don't let them be non-holistic. No needles, no shots. Everybody loves to do that. Don't let them. Get the bike. Get strong. Learn about the anatomy from the book. See the video, get inspired, and then you'll come see me. All right? Yeah, one quick question. My wife bought an elliptical. The thing looks like a velociraptor in our living room. <laughs> yeah. Tell her, it's, it's, I like to refer to that as something called pre-op because everybody yeah. ends up hurting something else getting on those damn machines. It's okay to yeah. do the elliptical because it's not pounding like a treadmill. I hate treadmills. I right. like the elliptical, but I love the bike, and I really okay. love exercising in a swimming pool. But that's okay. She doesn't have to trade that in. But I will tell her. For her osteoporosis, it's probably not ideal to be that frictionless. She actually needs to load her bone. So during the pandemic, tell your wife I want her to go on YouTube and watch some Tai Chi lessons, T-A-I-C-H-I. That's a really great exercise for her to stay flexible, stay strong without injuring her joints as well as loading her bones. And tell her also, no pills, no shots, be holistic. No, we don't do that. Good. Good. I love it. All right, young man. You Happy Father's much. Day. And it'll be my pleasure to help, Wayne. Thanks so much for calling. Listen, All I right, just no, helped you. you. I want you to do me a favor. Find a total stranger today. Do something nice for them. That's how you'll be thanking me. Will do. Thank you much, Doc. All right. God bless you, Wayne. Thanks so much for calling. All right, Warriors, we'll take a break. I'll pay some bills. The lines are all lit up. The number's 877-710-ESPN. What the hell do you do with a five-day-old bran muffin that's stale? Is there something you can do to bring it back to life? Yes. And what I tell you will make it the most delicious blueberry bran muffin you've ever had in your life. I'll explain. Coming up next on the Weekend Warriors Show here on 710 ESPN.